to Noah's window. As we've been doing since March of 2020, we want to take just a few moments to direct our focus uh, up towards the Lord, just like Noah did through that window in the top of the ark. And so we're going to try to do that today. Right now we're in the middle of a series of six things that we can do as we're beginning this new year. Six next right things that everyone can do, no matter what your particular goals are. These are things we can all dig our teeth into and push into for the new year. And so I hope they encourage you. So, so far we've talked about seeking God, knowing God, and following God. And the one we're going to focus in on today is loving God. Now, love in our culture has been reduced down to an overly simplified, very thin, uh, lackluster, uh, lacking of meaning term, but um, which is very sad because one of the ways God has um, in, in essence defined himself is that God is love, but that's not the kind of love that our culture calls love. So let's talk a little bit about loving God. But first of all, let's kind of, I've got a couple of key verses I want us to look at just as we're even starting off here today. So uh, Deuteronomy chapter four and verse five, let's talk just a little bit about what's going on here before we read this verse. The book of Deuteronomy is the last book of the five in the Pentateuch or the books of the law. And what we have in Deuteronomy is Moses is sending all of the people down before they go over into Jericho, before they go over into the promised land. And he's rehearsing for them, repeating for them everything that's happened. And he's also giving them instructions for what their new life is going to look like in the new land. And you'll see a recurring thing throughout Deuteronomy to remember, remember, remember what God has done. Don't forget. Don't forget to teach your children. Don't forget when things are going well, don't forget God. So there's a recurring thing there in Deuteronomy. And in the midst of that, here is Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 5, when Moses is uh, instructing the people of Israel. He said, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And that's a key verse. That's one we should all commit to memory and rehearse in our mind and hearts uh, every day, really. Just a, that's a goal to push into every day. Uh, then 1 John four nineteen, we love God or we love him because he first loved us. And that's what we want to talk about today, because if you are seeking God and you're beginning to know him, because that's a journey, and then you're following him, that's also a journey. As you're going forward in those first three things we talked about, uh, uh, just a natural response is going to be to love him. As you start focusing on him and you get to know him and know how much he loves you, how much he's done for you, you're going to automatically love him. I don't know how you could not love him for what he's done for you and what he is doing in your life. So um, again, love the God love that we're talking about. It's not just a warm, fuzzy feeling. It's not something that, that you fall into and fall out of. Love is actually, in its truest form, a reasoned and intentional commitment. A reasoned and intentional commitment. So when we reason out who God is and what he's done for us, what he is doing for us, what he's going to do for us, we can make a reasoned and intentional commitment to love him on the good days and on the bad days. We can determine we will love this God who has loved us ultimately. So just a couple more verses. I'm not going to keep you long today. I just want to give us things to think about and hopefully to pray about and to just 
um, commit our hearts to. Let's read a couple of verses from the New Testament in 1 Corinthians chapter 8. If one loves God truly, and in brackets we have with affectionate reverence, prompt obedience, and grateful recognition of his blessing, he is known by God. That is, he's recognized as worthy of his intimacy and love, and he is owned by him. So, uh, you know, if you start with the back end of that verse, when you think about who we would think from our human perspective, would God would recognize as worthy of his intimacy and love and for God to want to own us, we might come up with a different criteria for the first part of that verse. So let's go back to the first part of the verse again. If one loves God truly, and in brackets with affectionate reverence, prompt obedience, and grateful recognition of his blessing, that's a requirement. That's not hard, is it? He didn't say you have to, you know, travel to Jerusalem, climb the temple steps on your knees. He didn't say you have to have perfect attendance at church. You have to, you know, give a certain amount of money. No, if one truly loves God with affectionate reverence, prompt obedience, and grateful recognition of his blessing, gratitude goes such a long way, doesn't it? And that would be true of our, our earthly relationships. We all, If we do something for someone, we want to receive gratitude. And, and uh, maybe what we do is very imperfect. What God does for us is very perfect and very consistent and very faithful. We should be grateful to him, and that's part of love. So if you want to be recognized as worthy of God's intimacy, let's work on loving him. And then one more verse I want to leave you with this morning before we have prayer. First uh, Corinthians chapter 2. And again, Corinthians, the first the and second Corinthians are two letters that Paul wrote to the church at Corinth. So let's look at First Corinthians chapter 2. Um, verse 9. And I'm jumping in in the middle of a thought, so I hope that you will go and read this whole chapter to get the full context, okay? But we're going to jump in here. Um, but on the contrary, as the scripture says, and again, I'm reading from the Amplified, what eye has not seen and ear has not heard and has not entered into the heart of men, all that God has prepared, made ready and keeps ready. And by the way, we're going to talk about this again in a couple of days. But he's talking about all that God's prepared. But listen, this is the last part I really want us to see. For, so all these things that have been prepared, who are they prepared for? Those who love him. And again, we have the clarification. Who hold him in affectionate reverence, promptly obeying him, and gratefully recognizing the benefits he's bestowed. I hope that we can all stop today and have an affectionate reverence for God. We don't have to understand everything about him. We have to trust in who he is and who he's told us that he is. We want to promptly obey him. And then let's show some gratitude. Let's gratefully recognize the benefits he's bestowed on us. You know what? None of us would be breathing if God had not given us life. None of us would enjoy any of the luxuries, a roof over our head, clothes on our back, food to eat, people around us that love us. Whatever your challenges are right now, I suspect you at least have those things that you can be grateful for. Gratitude will draw us into that reasoned, intentional love relationship with God. So I just want to challenge all of us to spend some time on that today, to intentionally have an affection for God in our hearts. So I hope that encourages you today. I hope that will help focus you upward towards the Lord. And let's have a word of prayer before we go. Oh, Father, thank you so much for all that you've done for us, most of which we don't even know, couldn't even comprehend if we tried. But your love is so tremendous for us. 
And it's so easy to get our eyes on the problems around us, Father, and forget just how much you love us and how much you're taking care of us. And help us to remember that even today, Father. Help us to uh, just take the time to reflect on how much we need to love you and then to determine with intentionality to focus our love on you because you are so worthy of our love. Thank you so much, Father, for all that you've done, all that you're going to do. Thank you for each person who's listening or watching today. I pray your blessings on each one. Help them to feel your presence and know your presence. And I pray that you would just, in the way only you can, reach into their circumstances today and and bring answers and, and solutions that only you can bring. And we're going to give you the glory and the honor. And thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and we'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.